hey there, Anchor Church family. Thank you for tuning into this special podcast. This is a special podcast because we are re-recording our Sunday morning sermon to be able to bring to you without all the video clips that we show during our At The Movie series so that it's easier to listen to. And so here we go. You know, on Sunday, we talked about the movie Back to the Future. It is my absolute favorite movie of all time. I love the thought of Marty McFly hopping into the DeLorean and going 88 miles per hour to go back in time to 1955 to see his parents in high school. I mean, who wouldn't love to be a fly on the wall to see their parents in high school? I think that that would be kind of interesting. But it's the whole idea of time travel that I think is just so interesting for me. I love all time travel movies. I think it's just really the concept of it is just something I would love to experience. I think it's because we all have something in our past that we wish we could correct or fix or just erase. And I think that we would probably all like to get a glimpse of what the future might hold as well. And so that's why this movie is probably one of the most popular movies uh, that we've done and and, uh, and has this, uh, this fame that has uh, lasted a long time. It's a movie that's over 30 years old. So I, this idea of going back in, into the past to be able to change and make some changes, it's just not something that we actually can do. I think that we would all love to be able to do it, but we can't. And we would all probably love to predict the future, but we can't. So what can we do? We really can only take a look at what we're experiencing right here and right now. And that's really kind of the heart of the whole message from Sunday And uh, we took a look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, and it says this. It says, Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise. So be careful how you live. Be careful of the decisions that you're making. Be careful of the things that you're experiencing, places that you put yourself in, the people that you surround yourself with. Be careful of all these things. Be careful of your walk. Be careful of the decisions that you make because... They can affect your future. Now, this challenges us to not be unwise people, but to live as wise. So that's something we also have to pray about too. It's just, God, give me the wisdom. Give me the, the, the experiences that I can uh, have to be able to make these wise decisions. Give me wisdom beyond my years. And so in Psalm chapter, chapter 90, verse 12, it says this. It says, teach me. This is a prayer. Teach me to number my days or teach us to number our days carefully so that we might develop wisdom in our hearts. So that we might be able to gain this wisdom beyond our years. I think sometimes people are in our lives so that we can gain wisdom from them, either by looking at them and watching the mistakes that they've made or because of the counsel that they can give us. I think that God puts people in our lives to be able to speak to us in different ways like that. So if you have somebody in your life that is spending time with you and helping you with some of the decisions that you have to make, listen to them. God has given them and put them in your life for a purpose and for a reason. Allow them to speak into your life and they will give you the wisdom that maybe you're praying about. Learn from their mistakes so that you don't have to make the same mistakes. Be careful how you live and learn to number your days because once it's in the past, it's in the past and we don't really know what's happening in the future. I showed an hourglass. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's, uh, it's an old-time concept, but it's where the sand is on the top and it trickles down to the bottom. And uh, my hourglass that I showed on Sunday morning really is only about a 45-minute hourglass, so it's not really an hourglass. But as it was trickling down, you can see the pile of sand at the bottom of the hourglass. Now imagine what that would look like as it's slowly starting to build. The bottom of the hourglass and the sand that is in there represents our past. That sand that has fallen, we cannot force it back into the top of the hourglass. And likewise, the sand that's on the top is the future. That sand will eventually come down, just like our days. Now, the thing that we can't predict is how many days left that we have in our life. The only thing that we really know is what we are experiencing right now, and that was the sand passing through that little narrow gap in the hourglass. That, that sand right there represents life and how we are experiencing it right now. The moments that we are listening to this or the moments that we are living in our life right now. Yesterday is the past. The moments that we are experiencing right now will be the past. They will be uh, tomorrow's yesterday. doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but maybe it does. But it eventually will be last week. It eventually be last month, last year, last decade. It may be forever ago. But what we are experiencing right now is the only thing that we can control. And so my question for you today is this. What are you doing with your life, with your moments that you are experiencing right now? Are you numbering them? Do you realize how much this moment that you're experiencing right now is a gift? 
is your prayer, God, teach me to number my days. Not just so that I know that I uh, need to live right here and in the moment, carpe diem, seize the day. Not just because of that, but because the moments that we are experiencing right now will affect our future. And are we being wise with them? What are you doing with your life right now? What are you doing with the here and the now right now? Are you living as a wise person? Because what I do with my life, what you do with your life right now will eventually be your past, but it'll help shape your future. And is it full of wisdom or is it full of something else? In the movie, Back to the Future, we see Marty hop into the time machine and go back to 1955, and he, he gets all these different experiences of just living in a different era. But one thing that he does is he interacts with his parents that ultimately it shifts his future. He makes a mistake, and it begins to shape his future. What is God asking you to do right now, and how is that going to shape your future? See, in the movie, Marty McFly has this picture of his family, and in the picture is his brother, and, and, and as he had this interaction with his parents in the past, it is slowly starting to affect his future because in the picture, his brother is starting to disappear, being erased from existence. Now, that's not going to happen to us, but the decisions that we make right now do affect our future. And what are you doing? What has God called you to right now to do that might affect your future in a positive sense? And maybe you're neglecting it, and how is that potentially affecting you in a negative sense? What does your picture look like right now? What does your future picture look like right now, and how is it being shaped by what God is calling you to do? I think sometimes we think, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'll, I'll, that's not a problem. I'll do that, but I'm going to do that tomorrow. Or I'm, I need to wait. I need to wait until I'm ready. I don't have enough experience or I don't have the right ability to do that yet. Let me, let me wait. Let me see what, what uh, I can do in a week or two weeks from now, or maybe even a month from now. Or some of us are guilty of this too, where we, where we say, you know what, when I get this, then I will do that. And that's not healthy if God has called you to do something right now in the here and the now. See, Proverbs 6 verse 4 says, don't put it off do it now. Don't rest until you do. Don't sleep on this moment that you have right now. I've given you this opportunity. I've given you this door. I want you to go through it. I want you to experience it. I want you to make the best of your life right now, and I want you to walk in wisdom and be able to do what I've called you to do. God is calling you to something, and he could be calling you to do something right now. Don't rest until you do it. Don't put it off. Do it now. Have you given your life to Jesus? I think I've met some people before that, uh, that would, be, would say, you know what, I, let me just get to this place in my life right now and then, and then I will spend my life dedicated to Jesus or I'll dedicate my life to Jesus. Don't put it off, do it now. What if it's baptism? Maybe you've given your life to Jesus and, and you haven't professed your faith uh, to, to a, a number of people before. Or, or been able to say, you know what, I'm a Jesus follower, I want everybody to know that's what baptism is. It's a, it's a, a public declaration of your faith. Have you done that yet? Don't put it off. Do it now. It doesn't matter about your hair or, or, or even an embarrassing thing. That you, you know, you're, you're X amount of years old and you haven't done it yet. Don't put it off. Do it now. It's an experience that you should have. Maybe it's just forgiving somebody. I think this is one of the most difficult things as, as believers that we do. We, we don't forgive. Or, or we say we'll forgive, but we won't forget. And that's fine. But if you're really not forgetting something, then did you really fully forgive someone? Don't put it off. Do it now. Forgiveness. Give it. Maybe you need to apologize. Don't put it off. Do it now. Maybe it's exercising or living healthy. Don't put it off. Do it now. Maybe it's getting out of debt, securing a budget for your family, saving money. Don't put it off. Do it now. Maybe it's a missions trip. You felt like you've been called to do a missions trip or go on a missions trip. Don't put it off. Do it now. Maybe it's just giving, being a part of your local church and just being able to participate and, and, and put your money where your mouth is or, or to put your treasure where your heart is, as scripture would tell us. Don't put it off. Do it now. Maybe it's just praying, committing to praying every day and spending time with the Lord. How are you going to walk with wisdom if you're not spending time with him and gaining that wisdom from him? 
reading your Bible. Don't put it off. Do it now. Maybe it's serving. Serving in your local church. Serving wherever you are. Don't put it off. Do it now. You have an opportunity to make a difference with your life, not just tomorrow, but right now. God has called you to it. You can do it. He's calling you to it. He's going to equip you to do it. Don't put it off. Do it now. See, when I was reading through the scriptures, I see that Jesus is full of forgiveness. And I think that's something we often peg Jesus with is forgiveness. But there's story upon story of all these individual times that Jesus went about to teach or to live out forgiveness. We see it in the prodigal son. The story of his father forgiving the son and, and, uh, and the grace that is filled in that moment or in that story. There's the unforgiving servant, the parable of the unforgiving servant. Jesus is showing forgiveness and telling about forgiveness. There's the woman at the well. Jesus says, you are forgiven. There's the woman who is about to be stoned for adultery. He, he, it's all about forgiveness. There's the paralegic man that approaches Jesus and Jesus heals him and says, you're forgiven. And how many times did Jesus forgive Peter? Over and over again. There's all these little stories of Jesus showing and living out forgiveness. Jesus forgave the thief that was on the cross right next to him, right before he died. He showed and lived out forgiveness, and it's a great example for us. But what's really beautiful about this is that he has all these little stories of forgiveness that he lives out in his two and a half years of ministry on earth that we get to see in the scriptures. But when Jesus died on the cross with his arms spread out wide, it was his ultimate sacrifice, and it was the ultimate forgiveness. And it wasn't just these little stories, but it was the big story that showed his forgiveness for everybody. You can't change your past, and you can't predict, predict tomorrow. But what you can do is live in the here and the now, and a lot of it is built on the shoulders of Jesus' forgiveness, not just for all these people that we read about, but for you and me. James tells us not to boast about tomorrow. We can't do that. We can't predict the future. And we can't be strung up on the things that we did in the past. Jesus has forgiven you. You can forgive yourself. And you can move on. So what is God asking you to do right now? Look at that hourglass. Imagine the hourglass and the sand passing through it. Those are your days that are passing by right now. What are you called to do right now? How are you living out your purpose? Your purpose that God has called you to. To love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and your strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. How are you living that out right now? What is God calling you to right now to be able to live that out and experience him, not just a little bit, but to experience him in abundance? And how is he calling you to walk with wisdom to be able to accomplish the things that he's called you to do? Now remember, good people don't go to heaven, forgiven people do. So in this moment and in this time when you're thinking about all that God has done for you and all that God will equip you to do, do you realize that Jesus has forgiven you? And that's what gets you to heaven. When you sit and you think about all that you've done, know that Jesus has forgiven you. And he's called you to just live in a, a life with him, a relationship, to have a relationship with him. Scripture will teach us that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is who he says he is, that we would be saved. Have you asked Jesus for that gift of salvation? 
Have you surrendered your life to him? I would invite you to pray, pray a prayer that says, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are. And I know that I'm broken. I know that I make mistakes. I know that I'm a sinner. Lord, I, 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 I accept your gift of forgiveness. Save me. And for everybody else that is listening who would say, you know what, I, I've, I've done that. I don't really know where to go now. Well, maybe just pray for the wisdom that we talked about. He's offering wisdom to you if you're willing to accept it. Learn from people around you. God has put those people in your life for a purpose. It's all about loving our neighbors and it's all about loving him. Find a time to spend with Jesus and just learn from him. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for just this word today. We thank you for this encouragement, Lord. We thank you for your forgiveness and who you are. Lord, I pray that you would just challenge us as we move forward in the here and the now, that we wouldn't put off anything today, that we would get it done and we would do it now. Whatever you are calling us to do, maybe even just the littlest step to be able to reach out to somebody that we know we need to reach out to. Lord, I pray that you would be able to encourage us and show us the different ways that we can respond to you. And that when we do feel that tug and when we do feel that pull to be able to uh, walk with you, that we would not put it off, that we would do it now. And Lord, we thank you for the people that you send and you put in our life so that we could walk in wisdom, so that we could learn from our mistakes, so we can learn from the mistakes of others. Lord, I thank you for that, and I thank you for the opportunity that we have to be able to not experience all the worst because we've got people in our life that will be able to walk us through that. Lord, thank you for what you're doing. I pray that you would challenge us today to walk with you, to learn from you, and to be challenged by you. We love you, and in Jesus' name, I, may, I pray, amen. We thank you for listening. We thank you for just being able to tune in to the Anchor Church podcast. One thing that we're going to be doing in the future is offering a little bit more of these. And uh, I'm looking forward to our next series, which will happen after next week. We're going to be doing a series called All In. So be looking forward to that and look forward to us doing a podcast called The Anchor Drop, which will take a deeper look at Sunday's message. And we'll have some special guests. Where we'll interview them and ask for their insight on the topic. And uh, just it will be a, an encouragement to you, but also a time where we can have a deeper reflection on whatever it is that we talked about that particular Sunday. So look forward to that in the future. I thank you for tuning in. We will see you at that next Sunday, whenever that be.